Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. Today let's meet John Ferrara, CEO and founder of Nimble, the simplest and smartest CRM for businesses. We will be discussing community building for SMBs today. John is a serial entrepreneur and noted speaker about social, sales, and marketing. He has reimagined CRM by building Nimble, the simple CRM for Office 365 and G Suite. Ferrara is best known as the co-founder of Goldmine Software Corp., one of the early pioneers in CRM for small to medium-sized businesses. He has been recognized by Forbes as one of the top 10 social CEOs, top 10 social salespeople in the world, and top 100 marketing influencers. Let's listen to John. Uh, so today I have John Ferrara with me. He is a serial entrepreneur and noted speaker about social sales and marketing. He has reimagined CRM by building Nimble. If you haven't checked out Nimble, go check it out. It's the smartest and simplest CRM tool you can come across. Uh, it, it is it is usable with Office 365 and G Suite as well. Ferrara is best known as the co-founder of Goldmine Software Corporation, one of the early pioneers on customer relationship management for small to medium-sized businesses. He has been recognized by Forbes as one of the top 10 social CEOs, top 10 social salespeople in the world, and top 100 marketing influencers. So let me just bring him on. Hey, Vivek. Hey, uh, th thank you so much for joining in. Uh, I'm so sorry. I, I know that you might have had some emergency. And, uh, you know, Tomas was messaging me that you might need a couple of minutes to join in. Thank yeah, you for joining. Yes, you know, <clears throat> life has its moments of emergencies. And sometimes they're big emergencies. Sometimes they're not. So we have, my wife grew up on a farm and we live in the city. And you could take a girl off a farm, but you can't take the farm out of a girl. So, <laughs> So, uh, so we have four rescue dogs and two cats and turtles and all kinds of things. But anyways, one of our cats, they're inside cats and they got stuck outside last night. And when I let the dogs out this morning, they were chasing the cat up into the pergola. And so I had to climb up into the pergola and rescue the cat. And uh, then everything's that's, good. That's quite an emergency. I didn't expect that at all. I was saying that you might say that I, have, I had a work emergency or something like that. No, oh. no, it was, it was a life <laughs> emergency. You know, with, with with us all working from home, mostly still, um, right. we have these uh, more sort of personal things, which I think actually is much better because it humanizes us, right? Because right. I think that that story, people can connect to me who like animals, right? Or right. or that like people who are from farms or like family people. And and this is all the softer pieces that connect us, right? That make Absolutely. us human and we, we remember each other. Not the fact that we both love marketing or small business or, or being able to teach people how to do marketing without spending a dime, right? These are right. all great things, but they may not remember any of the things I say other than the fact that I rescued a cat and I must be a decent <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a possibility. All right, thank you so much. I'm so glad to meet you finally because, uh, you know, when I was doing my research on you, when I was talking to Thomas, I just announced that you you are coming on the show. And trust me, I was just telling everybody the same thing that at least five people in my network messaged me saying that this is the kind of person I want to see on the show. You mm -hmm. know, and they were so happy that you are coming on the show. So I'm super excited that you are here. 
as yeah. you know you know we are talking about community building today yeah. and you you are a customer relationship champion so i have curated a set of questions for you so if you are ready we can start off let's go all right so john you know uh, you are a real hardcore serial entrepreneur you know started with goldman software to nimble so i would i would love to hear a little bit about that exciting journey from you okay so i think that the best products come from people own pain because they're passionate about it and they understand the problem right and the pain that started me on this entrepreneurial journey was that i was thrust into a sales position and back in those days there really weren't any type of software sales tools so this is 1986-87 back then there was no outlook there was no salesforce there was no networkable business software think about this we had network that tied pcs and hard drives together because they were expensive peripherals and you wanted to share them but there wasn't software that was designed to run on a network so multiple people could share that software and the software that I was most interested in sharing was software to manage relationships. Now note that I don't say sales software because ultimately a sale results from an interaction with another human being where you learn enough about them and their business where you can determine if you could add value to them because really sales is a service. It's about value add. It's not about bagging and tagging and closing. So um, I think sales is more of an embrace than a, than a bullet to the head. But unfortunately, that has been the case for many salespeople. But back to the story. So there I was as a salesperson, and I had piece of paper, which were leads. And I basically would cold call those leads, make notes on the paper, put my appointments in my day timer. That's a leather-based calendar thing. And then I put my forecast in a spreadsheet. I communicated with my, my team in my field office because I was in a sales team in a remote field office in Dallas, corporate was Boston. And I communicated with them with pink while you're out slips. You probably never heard of that, but it's basically <laughs> thing when you used to take a message, uh, the admin in office, they put, they put it on a pink piece of paper that said, while you're out and they'd say who called and what they wanted. We communicated with email and voicemail and it really wasn't efficient. And what I wanted was a, a relationship platform that integrated the contacts I was connecting to, the conversations that I having, and the activities that we're driving from that, not just for myself, because I don't work in a vacuum, but for all the people on my team in my field office and at corporate, I couldn't find it. And because I had a computer science background, because I knew pretty much every software program on the market, because I worked in a computer land store, working my way through college, I knew they didn't exist any programs that did contact management, Salesforce automation, or, or CRM, because none of these terms even existed. So I pioneered that whole category but I, I don't think that coming up with the idea of synthesizing the solution is really the key to my entrepreneurial success. I think the key to my entrepreneurial success is finding an efficient way to access my prospect, uh, my prospects, right? Because right. ultimately that's the struggle I think all entrepreneurs have is how do I get top of mind with the people that might buy from me? And if I wanna access small businesses that make buying decisions about software that might go into their business, I could try advertising to them if I wanted to spend money and I knew how to advertise, but as a young 28 year old kid, I didn't know anything about advertising, but I did know this. I did know who the trusted advisor of my prospect was. It was the person, the technology advisor that sold them the network. They sold them the PCs and the network that they used to run their business. So if I can get that network reseller to use Goldmine, then they would possibly recommend it and resell it if they found value out of it. And that's just what I did. So I cold called 
every top Novell reseller in the country, I got them to use it because people sell what they know and they know what they use. They started recommending and reselling it. And that's how we got to our first $100,000 a month in revenue. Wow. Well, that's, 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 that's I, I always believe that the, the products which uh, become successful, obviously are made out of a necessity, you know, that, like, like the saying goes, necessity is the mother of the invention. So that's, that's how it is. So I'm, I'm so glad to hear that, that you shared the story. It's, it's really, really amazing. The kind of path you would have traversed all this way. All right. So, you know, you, you just mentioned that, you know, about prospects and the community, you're a powerful community builder and a true believer of power of social. I know that. And I've seen you speak about it at various uh, venues and uh, keynotes. So what are your thoughts on community being the biggest asset for any brand today? Well, I, I like analogies because I think people can remember what you told them. And right. here's an analogy. My wife took me out to our garden. Like I said, she's from a farm. She also does landscape design and she's really big in sustainable gardens. So she right. took me out to the yard and she showed me a monarch butterfly caterpillar. And I said, well, What's a monarch butterfly caterpillar doing in our yard? And she said, well, I plant milk thistle to attract the monarch butterfly caterpillars that eat the aphids so they don't have to spray pesticides. And, and I do that across the garden in, in order to attract all the different things that I need in order to create a self-sustaining uh, garden, like worms and other things that she does to, to make all that happen. And I said to myself, well, isn't this what we all try to do personally and professionally? is to attract the right people to our constituency in order yeah. for us to achieve our dreams, which I hope involves helping other people achieve their dreams. And so what I really believe is that any business, any person who's listening to this today should stop only thinking about prospects and customers as their means to life success. Because at Nimble, we connect to editors, analysts, bloggers, influencers, third-party developers, investors, advisors, and it's not just salespeople that are connecting to them. So it's really the things that we put into the garden to attract others. And that really started my social journey, which started my desire to build Nimble. So in 2006, 7, and 8, I started to use social media. I started to see how I was going to change the way we work, play, buy, and sell. I started to look for a relationship manager that I could incorporate my social listening and engagement with and I couldn't find it. What I did find is that if I built an identity in the places where my constituency were having conversations and I shared content to inspire and educate them about how they might become better, smarter, faster in and around the areas of my promise of my products or services or my passions, that people would then start to engage with me. They'd start to make connections. But to make those connections actually effective, you need to reach out and, and, and connect with that person not with the intent to get something from them, but to give them something. Because I really believe that that's our purpose in life is to grow our souls. And we do that best by helping other people grow theirs. So social listening and engagement created all these connections and conversations. I couldn't find a way to manage them. I found Hootsuite that enabled me to manage conversations and columns, but it didn't tie the conversations to the contact. I looked right. at Hootsuite and saw that it wasn't a great contact manager, let alone it wasn't social. I looked at CRMs and saw they really weren't about relationships. They were about reporting and command and control. And none of them were incorporated social. Ten years ago, people didn't think that social was business. They thought it was a place to hook up with a high school sweetheart or <laughs> a job or a place to basically tell each other when they're going to the bathroom, like Twitter, right? right. <laughs> but, but I'm kind of joking, but it's true. Um, 
And, and so I couldn't find a tool that would help me to manage and nurture those relationships. And so I built Nimble. And then I started to use social listening engagement to build relationships with people that were influential with my community. And people like Brian Kramer, Mark Schaefer, and other people like that became fast friends and advisors who would then use Nimble and tell me how I can make it better, but it would also spread the gospel. So in both instances, Goldmine and Nimble, I started both brands without spending a dime on marketing by identifying the influencer of my prospect, by building relationships with them and thereby leveraging their relationships with their constituency. And that's why you need to build a sustainable garden around your business, attracting the right people that, that can help you achieve your dreams. But remember this, that you won't be remembered for the amount of money you made in this world. You won't be remembered for the amount of businesses that you made in this world. You're going to be remembered for the moments and the memories that you created by being truly present with other people. And they're going to write on your epitaph, great father, brother, husband, whatever it is. Um, and so, yes, life success is amazing. And I've had my fill of it. But the thing that I cherish most is the moments and the memories I've created by being truly present with, with others that I really care about. And I think that's what we leave this planet with. Right. I, I love that. I've never heard an entrepreneur like you speaking such beautiful words and life lesson, actually. A lot of life lesson in there. Fantastic. I'm, I'm so glad. I, I might have to bring you back for another session of how to grow a brand with without spending a lot of money. Yes. That is I, I, I think, you know, it, Vivek, looking at your sort of background, uh, I love, I, I like the first half of it, right? It's all marketing, digital marketing, lead generation, content marketing, social media marketing. But I love the last part, team building, empathy, right? Because yeah. ultimately, um, being empathetic means that you could put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And that includes your team and that includes the people you do business with. And team building is everything because you're not going to be able to do things by yourself in this world. And by building a team, a culture uh, of people that love doing what you all do and, and you are there to support each other, really that's one of life's other rich rewards. I, I think that that experience of, of going into the breach as a team and, and, and having success and even the failures uh, are amazing. Absolutely. 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 When you, when you, when you are walking towards a good cause, obviously failures will be there, but it will not be a problem if you have a good team by your side. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. So, you know, my next question is a follow-up question to this. Like for example, community building, we all speak about it a lot, but it's, it's very, much easier said than done, right? So what, what are your top advice for SMB owners or even brand owners uh, towards community building? Well, I, I think the biggest problem that many businesses still have today is they think that it's spray and pray, blast out messages, talk about how great your products and services are. Guess what? Nobody cares. Stop talking about your products and services. True, People don't true buy that. great products. They buy better versions of themselves. So don't talk about how great you are or your products are. Teach people how they can be great. Put your prospects and customers and their influencers at the center of your story. Make them the hero and show them how you can help them become great. And so people do share content uh, and the good companies share content that is inspirational, educational. 
But what they don't do effectively is listen and engage with the intent to serve and grow the people they're connecting to in a human way. In many cases, they just ignore it. They just spray content because they think, okay, I got to put content out there. I'm going to spray it. Um, but then if you actually listen and engage and you empower your team members who are doing the listening engagement, and ideally the leadership is doing the listening engagement as well. But if you empower your team to humanize that interaction and to make sure that they, in, they when you do make those connections, that you don't get on the phone or the go to meeting or Zoom and immediately start telling people about your products and services and yourself, you should prepare before you engage, learn about that person, learn about that company, ask good questions and shut up and listen because people will tell you everything that you need to know in order to add value. And then while you're listening, think about what you might be able to do to blow some wind in their sales, an introduction, an, an idea, some advice. And after all that's done, might be 30 minutes or, or so, you know, that person's naturally going to ask you about yourself and uh, about what you're doing and how they can help you. And that's the human natural interaction that does scale. And if you can do that as a business by sharing content in the places where your prospect customers and influencers are having conversations that is inspirational, educational, engage with them with the intent to serve and grow them, then you can't help but be buried with people that not only pick up the phone and call you because you've become their trusted advisor, but they'll drag their friends with them. Right, right, right. That's the most practical community building advice I think anybody can give in this world. So please note it down and you know practice that. That's uh, that's 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 going to bring you much better results. Whoever is watching this, all right. So let me come to CRM itself. You know, mm -hmm. you are a pioneer. You are, you just mentioned that you are an early pioneer in CRM for SMBs. Why do you think relationship building is one of the key activities for every SMB owner? Well, I, I think that enterprise companies are all about uh, scale, right? right. They, they, they have these machines that, uh, that drive eyeballs and they have machines that qualify them, they have machines that close them and distribute products. Maybe they're selling their products uh, online. Maybe they're selling it through warehouses or stores. But I think that SMB businesses are more human. Uh, if you go back 100 years, uh, all businesses, uh, the brands were built on the promises they made and the experience they delivered. They really didn't do advertising and their people, people, everybody knew each other. And I think right. that uh, that small business challenges are different, but also they're, they're, they're unique and there's an opportunity there. And I think that uh, most small businesses really don't benefit from a CRM as much because CRMs are really designed for scale leads being driven into a, a, a market automation system to qualify them, to drive them into the CRM. So SDRs can call them up and close them. And I think that in, in most small businesses uh, that a contact manager might be better. And what do I mean by that? So in most companies, there doesn't exist a contact platform that's used by the entire company. So right. a contact platform that has every contact that company has dealt with across the entire constituency, not just prospects and customers, but that list I said before, editors, analysts, bloggers, influencers, third-party developers, investors, advisors. So there's a garden around your business of people that you sell to, that you buy from, that you engage with, and everybody in your company is part of that conversation. The problem with CRM today is that it is a command and control reporting tool for automating mass quantities of leads and engagement by salespeople. But you have 
all the other people in your company that are engaging with this constituency, but there's no contact platform for it. So they each have a separate platform, sales, marketing, customer service, and accounting at a minimum. And each of those has a separate contact database. And then the tool that you use for contact management off Microsoft 365 or G Suite is not a contact platform for the whole company because every team member has a separate contact database and the email and calendar aren't linked to that, let alone the social. So right. what every business needs and every person needs, because you need your own personal serum as well, is a contact platform that unifies your contacts from all the disparate places they are, enriches them with the people and company data you need to know who they are and what the business is about, links the interactions on email, calendar, and social that you and the team are having so that no matter who picks up the phone, you know who they are, what's happened, who did it, what's going to happen, who's going to do it, and you can take action right where you're at. Schedule right. a task, log a note, and the biggest cause of failure of Serum is lack of use. The second is bad data. Lack of right. use because you have to force salespeople to use a Serum. That's why they call it Salesforce. And bad data because even if they type data in, it decays. So I think that your Serum should work for you by building itself, by automatically unifying the contacts and keeping them up to date, and then work with you where you work. Where do you live? You don't live in your Serum. You live in your inbox. You live in social. You live face-to-face -face on the phone, in Zoom meetings. And so Nimble will unify those contacts, enrich them, unify the interactions, and then live where you live, in your inbox, in social. And as you interact, because you're, you're sharing content to create these connections and conversations, they happen organically, softly in Twitter, they shift to email, maybe LinkedIn, and maybe a calendar appointment, a Zoom thing. Along all those interaction points, you should have a, a little nudge on your shoulder, something that's nimble, that will tell you, who is this person? What are they about? When's the last time you interacted? And and, and the most important thing is to take the next action step, because if you don't have a next action with somebody, then they're just a lost contact, right? Right. You right. have a purpose for every engagement, ideally, especially the ones that mean the most to you. And, um, and I think that's why contact management is really the heart of CRM. And I think that CRM has lost the contact management. CRM actually stands for customer relationship management. It should stand for customer reporting management because most CRMs are command and control systems for reporting on lead and sales activities, and but they're not really designed to empower that customer-facing business team member to engage in a human effective way. And that's why we live in Outlook or yeah. in LinkedIn and Twitter and all the other places we have conversations. But the problem is our CRM doesn't live there and we can't bring the CRM in there with us and so I think that every business should have a team contact platform that unifies all the contacts that provides the CRM and sales features that the salespeople need, but provides the human aspect that you, everybody needs in order to be effective. Right. Got it. Got it. That's, uh, that's, I'm glad that I've added some questions regarding, especially regarding nimble towards the end of the session. So I'm, 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 I can't wait to ask those questions. All right. So, you know, another uh, thing which I want to talk about was, you know, when bigger brands like Apple, GoPro, they all have their own set of brand advocates. They have worked hard on it. They are fans, raving fans for those brands. Do you think SMBs can strive to build an army of brand advocates? Uh, if you think, yeah, if you think, yes, how can they do that? Well, absolutely. And I think that the way that you do it is you humanize your brand, right? Um, right. because, um, that's where people really remember you and they become passionate about the brand. And so I think that if you follow the things I just shared, which is, right. uh, share content that's inspirational, educational, make sure that that content has human aspects to it, that it isn't just 
really, you know, you go to somebody's Instagram, sometimes you see all these memes and it's all business and whatever. I think that we connect on what I call the five F's of life, family, friend, food, fun, and fellowship. And that's why when I share content, it isn't just my business passions, but it's my personal passions. If you, if you wanted to really know me, if you go into my office and look at my wall, you'd see the books I read, the degree of the school I went to, the knickknacks I collect. These are all clues into my humanity. And so I love backpacking and barbecue and uh, astronomy and history and photography. And these are all things that we can sort of connect on. And I think that if I'm a small business and I'm trying to build actual connections of, of evangelists around my product, uh, it's more than just the product that, they're, that they fall in love with. I think that they fall in love with the humanity of you. And I think that's one of the things that has really powered the Nimble brand is they've got, they know us. They know our, not just our humanity, but our purpose. The Nimble purpose isn't to make as much money as we can selling as much software as we can. The Nimble purpose is to power as many people in the world to build the relationships they need in order to achieve their dreams. So our goal is to power others. And, um, and I think that that is a higher purpose that resonates and it creates evangelists that really fall in love with the brand. And I think there's a lot of examples of that in the world where brands really started from nothing. Heck, Nimble started from nothing. Goldmine started from nothing. And millions of people are, are apostles, if you will. And so I think that it's more powerful when other people talk about you than when you talk about you. And if you could tell great stories and get other people to tell those stories, you could build a goldmine. Absolutely, absolutely. That's fantastic, actually. All right. So let me let me just ask you, since you are a person who has built so many tools, what are some of your favorite tools and the ones you recommend for SMBs to leverage for community building and relationship management? Well, I, I think that uh, content curation is, a, is an important thing, especially if you're not a writer yourself. Right. And so... Every morning when I have my cup of coffee and uh, I read because I'm passionate about my industry, about my products and services. And so I read. And while I read, I curate content. And that kind of works in the beginning. But if you right. really want to scale content sharing, you need tools that enable to identify influencers, to identify content that resonates in and around the areas of promise of your products and services. So Content identification is pretty important. And BuzzSumo is, is something that I've used in the past uh, right. to identify influencers and content creation. There's there's other tools that I've used uh, before, like L Get Little Bird and other things like that. But you know, a lot of these tools, they start up and then they get consumed by other vendors. Right. Um, so content, content identification uh, and influencer identification is critical. But then once you identify the content, then sharing that content across multiple streams is uh, is important as well. And we use a buffer app for that. We've been using right. that for a long time, back when those kids were in uh, Europe in an apartment someplace. Uh, right. They've done well. And and then, and then, so basically content identification, influencer identification, and then sharing, but then listening and engagement uh, to that content and uh, and there's a lot of tools that you could use for that. Angora Pulse um, uh, and uh, I've used Hootsuite in the past and uh, and other tools like that. And then you need a tool that enables you to reach in and grab that content contact 
in the right. moment of engagement, right? So if I'm in Twitter and I'm listening to a conversation, ideally I'm able to um, automatically build a record for that person so I can know who they are before I engage with them. Because it's better for you to personalize a response to somebody than for you to just do a generic response because people feel that. And right. also you can determine the effort that you should be putting in. For example, there was somebody who was talking about Nimble and myself in a very positive way to uh, influence your thought leader in CRM. And because I nimbled them in the conversation, I was able to determine that they were the head of data and CRM at Disney. Now, Whoa. this person might be a different type of effort I might put in than maybe uh, some type of uh, influencer marketing that I might come across. And so I was able to not only respond more effectively in the conversation, but to then, because Nimble gave me his email as well, and because he gave me permission by the way he was talking about me, I messaged him and invited him for a deeper conversation. And that conversation softly shifted from Twitter to email to a LinkedIn invite and LinkedIn messaging, and then to a calendar invite and then to our face-to-face. Because as my dear friend Brian Kramer says, the more digital we get, the more human we need to be. And so you got to take these conversations from that sort of soft digital into firmer places like the face-to-face. But then you need to bring it back around to humanize the relationship and ideally for the most important ones, connect with them in the places of commonality, the Facebook and Instagram, where you can maintain those soft connections because you're not always going to have a business connection and conversation with somebody and you need to have a personal conversation. The example is we used to take people to ball games and to dinner and to our homes, right? This is business relationships that turn personal. Today, you could do that digitally by walking to people's digital footprint and occasionally connecting with them and staying top of mind. And that's sort of the cycle that I would use as a small business to um, the tools I'd use and the methods I'd use. Right, right. Jennifer Quinn says, hello. Uh, she's another person who is amazing in her field. She was on the show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yes. All right. Hello, so, Jennifer. Jennifer, <laughs> by the way, uh, I'm related to Quinns from Ireland. I don't know if you trace your ancestry, but I'm pretty sure that Quinns are from County Mayo or uh, that area thereof. And my Gallagher ancestors are related to your Quinn ancestors. So there it is. <laughs> <laughs> she's saying she's gonna give Nimble a test drive. That's fantastic. I'm awesome. so happy to hear that. All right. All right, so let's let's uh, talk about, you, you mentioned uh, subtly about how we can identify folks from these conversations, et cetera. So a CRM tool comes into the picture somehow, you know, for even for SMBs, you know? Yeah. So, uh, how? Why do you think a good CRM platform is a must-have tool for SMBs to grow their business and their community? Well, just think back to the Rolodex, right? Every good business person, every good business manages the contacts effectively. But it's more than just the contacts, like the card, right? Because most business applications will manage the contact card. It doesn't tell you much. It's, it's right. their name and their phone number, maybe, or their title, their company, their address, maybe but it doesn't tell you much about them or the history of interactions. So you need to treat the contacts that your business engages with like your gold mine. That's why we called it gold mine because the more effort you put into the mine, the more ore you're gonna pour out, pull out of it. And so you need to nurture and build those relationships over time and be able to segment those contacts in order to do different things and to outreach to them and communicate with them. And, um, and so, 
so a database of contacts is critical to your business. Remember though, that the CRM is typically in the sales and marketing department and you might have accounting and accounting department and you might have customer service and customer service department. And all these are separate silos of contacts. And then you have Microsoft 365 or G Suite as contacts. And so you need to think about a CRM that's cross departmental that you can easily give to the bulk of the people that are engaging with the constituency around your business. And so think of a CRM as a database and a database, you have to define what do I want to put into it? What do I want to get out of it? And so there's different sort of aspects of CRM usage. If you're a business and you're driving eyeballs into a website and you want to convert those eyeballs into leads and there's humans that engage with them, then market automation and a CRM is the cycle and the process for that. But once you've sold somebody something or maybe they didn't buy, there should be a contact platform that maintains them so that there's a relationship in your building with it. And so whatever CRM that you consider, make sure that it has great contact management to it. And I'm going to tell you a brief story of the history of CRM. So CRM really started, excuse me, I'm just going to start. CRM started with things like Acton Goldmine. This was sort of the root of contact management. This was before Outlook existed. There was no Outlook. There was something called Outlook Express, which was email is built into uh, DOS, if you will, and then Windows. But there wasn't a program from Microsoft called Outlook that integrated contacts, email, and calendar. Goldmine was Outlook back in its day. There was no CRM. Goldmine was the CRM as well. But when Goldmine started, its focus was contact management, which is empowering that that customer facing business team member to build relationships. What happened was Outlook, Microsoft came out with Outlook and that became the contact manager. And then Siebel and Salesforce came out with the CRM that became the CRM. But salespeople didn't live in the CRM. They lived in Outlook, which was the contact manager. And today they live in social Twitter and LinkedIn, right. et cetera. And they rarely go to the CRM. That's why CRMs fail. There's 225 million global businesses, less than 1% use any CRM. And, and that I think the biggest reason is you have to go to the CRM to use it and you have to work for it by Googling people and then go type in information. Human beings don't like to type. I don't even right. type. And so <laughs> I think that your CRM should work for you by building itself and then work with you where you're engaging because we can't remember all the people that we engage with. We could remember maybe one or 200 people in our head at one time, the Dunbar limit. And if you do what we teach you to build your brand and grow your network, you're going to have tens of thousands of contacts. You need a system for that. So if you're listening to this today, you need a personal CRM. Go get right. your own personal CRM and manage and nurture your contacts because LinkedIn is not your contact manager. They won't even give you the emails for your contacts when you export them. So true, so true. Right. Talking about excellent CRM, let's come to Nimble. Nimble is one of the favorite CRMs for SMBs, I know even Mark Cuban has vouched for it. So it's it's I, I I love the platform. It's so simple to use, and it's 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 the features are amazing, especially for SMB owners and all that. So if you can, if you can introduce Nimble to our audience, that will be fantastic. Well, the the idea behind Nimble is that your contacts are critical to your life success, and that you should be taking every single contact that you get and putting them into a database and then using that database to segment and outreach in a one-to-one -one human way to stay top of mind with people that matter and, and engage with them effectively. And that CRMs, as I shared earlier, aren't really great at contact management. They're really more 
command and control reporting mechanisms for management. And so I think that uh, I got back in the business because I started to use social. I started, I saw how amazing it was at helping me to build my brand and grow my network. Vivek, you have to remember, I sold Goldmine when I was 40. I spent 10 years raising three babies. I was not in tech at all. Do you have any kids? Yeah, I have one son. Okay. So you know how precious that time is with your family, right? right. It's like it's most dads don't really get to have moments of one-to-one time with their kids, let alone 10 years. So okay. after I got them all into school, I started using social media and in 2006, 7, 8, and 9, I saw immediately how it's going to change the way we all work, play, buy, and sell. And I started, like I said, looking for a tool to find to manage my relationships, but I couldn't find it. And I built Nimble. And so Nimble really pioneered uh, relationship management for social. So social relationship management. And uh, and we incorporated APIs into all the different places that you can gather your contacts. In fact, LinkedIn gave me all their public and private APIs. And we had the most amazing integration with LinkedIn until they built Sales Navigator and cut everybody off. And so I had to reimagine what Nimble was going to be. And so I essentially uh, integrated into the platforms we all use for contact management, which is G Suite and Microsoft 365. And I pioneered the idea of your CRM should work for you by building itself, but most importantly, work with you where you work, because that's the biggest cause of failure of CRM is, is lack of use. So Nimble lives in your inbox. Nimble lives in your social. Nimble lives in the business apps that you use in QuickBooks, in MailChimp, whatever you use, it doesn't matter. Even if you use another CRM, Nimble lives in that as well, because most CRMs don't have good contact management. Most CRMs don't have good uh, sales intelligence. That's why you have to go by LinkedIn Sales Navigator and Discover.org. Most CRMs don't have good outreach. That's what templated email tracking. That's why you got to buy Salesloft and Outreach.io. Each of these tools is $100 per month per rep. You're going to spend $500 per month per rep on arming them with all the tools that you need, or you can spend 25 bucks a month on Nimble. And if you are a sales rep that works for another company, guess what? You should have your own personal CRM and use it in conjunction with the tools you're using at work to bring your brand and your network to force with you as you engage on behalf of the company and then take it with you when you go because you're going to be hired for your brand and your network. So if you're a business listening today and you want a relationship manager that does more than CRM, it does contact management that enables your entire company to engage effectively, think about Nimble. And if you do go sign up at Nimble.com and you do feel it adds value to you, I'm going to give you 40% off your first three months. Just use the code John40, J-O-N-40, and, uh, and we'll save you some money. And go listen to some of our videos and, 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 and try to understand how we really think differently about business and about relationships. And I think that, that, that it really requires a different philosophy from the traditional bag and tag enterprise uh, sales I think that really a business or salespeople should be in business to serve and grow the customers that they engage with. And if they do that, I think that they're going to be buried in new customers. Absolutely. I'm, I'm fantastic to hear that. It's, it's, a, it's, such, a, it's such a fantastic uh, platform. I know that for sure. And it's, it's, it's actually CRMs, uh, me, myself being a marketer, it's, it's one of the toughest tools. You, you don't understand it because... Most of the time, people will ask for reports. You're pulling out reports and you're sending. That's yeah. what CRM does. And everybody is hesitant to use it. So yeah. this is a perfect, perfect example for using a personal CRM for yourself. All right. So you have already 
spoken, introduced Nimble to the audience. Now I want to give you a question where you can explain top three features of Nimble that everyone should know about. I think number one is it builds records for you. I think that's like the, the hardest thing that we do, right? Before you ever meet with somebody, ideally, you Google them. I do. Right. right. Well, I want to know who you are and what your business is about. But you don't go take that data and go type it into your CRM database. Uh, and Nimble does that for you. So essentially, with our browser plugin uh, that we work in Chrome, Safari, Firefox, Edge, et cetera, you have a, a, a nimble prospector uh, add-in that you can hover on any contact anywhere. So it could be a Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, MailChimp, QuickBooks. Uh, it could be a business article. I was reading a business article in Forbes the other day, and there was somebody that recently bought Constant Contact. Uh, and, uh, and Constant Contact is an SMB market automation tool. And I wanted to engage with the new owners of Constant Contact and so I nimbled the name. It was just a string, like the first and last name. And Nimble couldn't immediately identify the, the person uh, for sure because there's no unique identifier, Twitter handle, email. But it actually uh, suggested the, the, the handles. And once I confirmed one handle, it automatically built the other ones because if I know one thing, I can build the others. And I basically had the person's record built with one click and it gave me the email and phone number and it gave me the ability to do a templated outreach email that gave me signals on opens and clicks. So the ability to build records automatically is great. The ability to bring up existing contacts wherever I'm engaging is great because I need to know before I communicate with somebody, wherever I'm communicating with them, who they are, what the business is about, and the history interactions in order for me to be effective. But most importantly, it's the follow-up. I don't do logging notes and scheduling tasks if I use a CRM because I got to go back to the CRM to do it. And in the midst of engaging in Twitter or LinkedIn or, or email, I don't remember to go back to the CRM and do it. So therefore, the CRM has bad data. So being able to automatically unify the contacts that are siloed in your business, being able so, to enrich them with people and company data, and then right. working where you work, I think is the, are the most important things. Right, I think, I think the first feature which you mentioned if, if you ask me, I think that saves around three to four days of a salesperson, if yeah. I'm not wrong. That's that's that that's how much time it takes to figure out the person yeah. who we have talked to. Time is money. <laughs> Absolutely, time is money. All right, that's that's three features. I'm pretty sure the, the there are so many features in this tool, perfectly created because John created this tool out of necessity. So it has got all the features every SMB owner and salesperson and marketing person should have in their personal CRM. So go check it out, nimble.com. And he has offered a 40% off on first three months. Go utilize that immediately. All right. My second last question for you today. I know you are a very humble person. You may not like this question, but I have to ask this. Because when I was doing research on you, I, have, I could see that you have got several accolades, awards in your professional journey. So if you can share some of the proudest ones, close to your heart ones, I'll be I'll be that'll be fantastic to hear. Well, I I think my my biggest accolade is just the the recognition of my family um, for uh, the life that we have uh, and the time that I've spent being a present father and husband. I uh, and and really it's my gift that I was able to get from being able to spend ten years of my prime life. Uh, 
changing diapers and walking kids to school and reading books in the classroom. I, it's like priceless, Vivek. It's like amazing. Um, uh, certainly, you know, winning Entrepreneur of the Year, Ernst and & Young, and, 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 you know, PC Magazine, Editor's Choice, seven years in a row, and, um, you know, building a company on $5,000, never taking a dime of, of, of uh, venture or bank loans, and growing it to over $100 million a year in revenue, team of hundreds of, of team members around the world, VARs, tens of thousands of them, uh, number one ISV with Microsoft, all that stuff's great, but they're not going to write that on my grave. You know, they're, <laughs> they, they're going to say beloved father, friend, husband. And for me, that is the biggest accolade uh, and the most Absolutely. important one. And, uh, and all the business stuff is, is really great uh, in the moment that it's there. But uh, but those things really fade, Vivek. Uh, no matter how much business uh, accolades that you get, but it's the human personal ones that will stay with you forever. When people stop me on the street that used to work at uh, at the companies that uh, that we built at Goldmine or Nimble and tell me that it was most uh, one of the most rewarding experiences of their lives, that that right there is life's greatest reward. Absolutely. You, you said it correctly. And I'm so happy to hear that answer from you. All right. So there's a question for you from Miss JQ. She says, does Nimble offer onboarding? Yes, we do. Right. We do. In fact, Jennifer, I'll personally onboard you. <laughs> I'll, 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 give you I'll give you my own personal walkthrough. But more importantly, I'll, I'll also introduce to you uh, one of our team members, because I really believe that uh, that my perspective is great, but but being able to connect with our team, we really have an amazing team at Nimble, and uh, and I think you could learn some really great things uh, from from them. And and I'd love to I'd love to help you with your ancestry stuff because I'm pretty sure that you have an Irish uh, ancestors. So actually, answer the question now. Tell me, do you do you have Irish ancestors? She 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 thinks that I I guess she was saying that that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's fantastic. All right, so the we have come to the end of the so, uh, show. So I have one last question, which I ask every guest who comes on the show because this show originated when COVID was just kicking in across the globe. So how was 2020 for you and Nimble, and how is twenty twenty one looking up? Well, you know, one of the interesting things is that 2020 was one of our best years ever. And I think that um, in times of change, opportunities are created. And uh, especially when there's major disruptions and people are looking for new opportunities, they really need a tool like Nimble to help them to do it, right? If you're cast adrift in a boat and uh, you need tools to help you find the shore, and to uh, to build your new life, and and what's more important to do that with than a good contact platform to help you to do that? So we've had really just amazing adoption uh, during this time, especially because we're affordable. I mean, most of their systems are just so expensive and complex, and so uh, you know it's it's really really been blessed. We're blessed because we're a technology team that could work remotely. I sent the team home in February of last year, uh, twenty twenty. And we're still remote, but uh, but I'm actually having lunch with one of our team members today because I, I really miss them. Uh, and 2021 is uh, is looking to be another banner year for us. So I'm just grateful. 
to uh, the community that supports us in our dream and passion of powering others to build the relationships that they need to achieve their dreams. Right, right. I'm pretty sure your team members are also lucky to have you and, uh, you know, they will also be dying to meet you in person for sure. That's, uh, so I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, it's such a positive note to end the show. And uh, pretty sure I will be a Nimble user very soon. Uh, I always wanted to check it out and get onto a platform well, like that. You know, Ravik, if you're not using Nimble today, I'd love to personally gift you and your team a license of Nimble. And we will onboard you as well and teach you to incorporate it into whatever tools that you're using. Because Nimble bidirectionally synchronizes with 300 plus SaaS business apps, we can incorporate into any motion or tools that you're using and immediately add value by unifying those contacts and then working back in those places to add a little bit of, uh, of uh, ability uh, in the workflow of whatever you're doing. So I look forward to helping you with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much, John. And thank you so much for your time and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you to Thomas also for making this happen. And uh, I look forward to having more conversations with you. Thank you, Vivek. It's a real pleasure to have this conversation with you. And hopefully we've left some nuggets for your community that uh, blows some wind in their sails. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have, have Stay safe and take care. Thank you. All right. So that was John Ferrer. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, there are so many people who have come on the show who have who are my personal favorites, but then I'm going to add John to that list. I don't think any leader I've ever heard speak like this, straight from the heart and such humble personality, right? We all want leaders like this, more leaders like this in this world, because this world is in dire need of them. Thank you for listening to the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. For more exciting episodes like these, please follow the Thrifty Marketer Podcast today. Now available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. See you next episode.